So today we keep the Feast of the Epiphany, when we recall the wise men who came from the East. And I'd like us to focus on a few things about those wise men. And first to consider the distance that they travelled. So um, in English we say wise men, but actually they were in the Greek magi, which means they are followers of Zoroaster in Persia. And I plugged Persia, Persia and Israel into Google Maps. And if you look at the distance, that means they would have travelled, depending where in Persia they were, between 1,000 and 2,000 miles. Now, that's a colossal journey on a camel. So when it says in the text that um, the Lord was two years old by the time they got there, that gives us some idea of just how far they travelled, how difficult it was for them to travel, how important it was for them to get there. So what was it that they'd come to see that they travelled all that way? Well, they'd come for the fulfilment of a prophecy, that there had been the prophecy of the Jews, that the knowledge of the Jews, the expectation the Jews had that a Messiah would be coming, that news of this had travelled throughout the that these magi, being learned men of their place, they would have known this. We heard one example of um, that Jewish prophecy in our first reading, but one of many. But this one we were given because it referred to the, the light shining at the coming of the Messiah. And these magi had in their writings also a prophecy that said a star would appear to herald the birth of a mysterious child. Mysterious in that he would be born of a virgin. So this is what they came to see. Now there's something else I'd like us to consider about these wise men, something that I think has um, a useful application to ourselves, namely to consider what they knew what they knew to begin with and what they came to know. So what did they know already? Well, as I said, they were followers of Zoroaster. That religion um, didn't know everything about the Lord, but it knew some things. It knew that there was one God, not many, that he is the creator, the maker of all good things. But their coming to the Jews was very significant because it meant they were looking outside of their own religion. That Judaism made what the religions around them would have known was some very bizarre, extraordinary, exclusive claims. That the Jews claimed, as we read in the Old Testament, that God was active in their history in a way that he wasn't active in the history of other people. Things like the, the passing of the Red Sea and the rescuing them from the slavery of Egypt. That God did things for the Jews that he didn't do for others. Not only that, but the Jews said that God had revealed himself, shown himself to them in a way that he hadn't showed himself to other peoples. So we might think of how he appeared to Moses on Mount Sinai and gave the Ten Commandments, or lots of other places in the Old Testament where that's recorded. 
And then with all of that, the Jews in particular had this promise that they were looking forward to, this promise of a Messiah, of one to come, that there was something more that they were looking to. And so when the Magi came to the Jews, to this religion, it was, it was significant. It was significant that in their seeking, they were seeking that more about the Lord that could only be found here. And what did they find? Well, they found, they found what they were looking for. They found God among us, Emmanuel. The infant king of the Jews, as the text put it, as John's Gospel puts it, the word made flesh there before them. But let's note that they were only able to recognize that because they had faith. That with the eyes of sight, what they saw in that manger was a baby. But because they believed what God had said, because they trusted in his promises, they were able to recognize this as the fulfillment of the prophecies. To recognize the stars that led them there. And what did they get? What was the effect in them? Well, the text says quite clearly, they were filled with delight. Delight, joy being, as we've noted many times, the typical reaction of those who meet the Lord. Now what of ourselves? Well, if we are Christians, then we already have what those magi to start with didn't have. Namely, we already have the fullness of God. We already have the Word made flesh. So as the Magi looked beyond their religion to find something more of the Lord, we already have everything available to us because we're following the religion he himself revealed. But nonetheless, we too can still need still to come closer to him as those magi travelled over a thousand miles to come closer to him. That the joy of knowing the Lord, the joy of loving the Lord, the joy of meeting the Lord, that that's not automatic. That the Pharisees met the Lord Jesus, but in their envy, they were just filled with hatred. Herod met the Lord, and in his worldliness, he was just perplexed. And we might have been Catholic our whole lives long, but there's still always something more for us to come closer to the Lord. Now let me bring this to a practical conclusion and suggest to you two particular ways um, that you might seek to come closer to the Lord. The first is a book. Um, so 
You know, we read, we watch TV, we do all kinds of things, but do we feed our minds with good books that bring us to the Lord? Well, in particular, uh, the book we were giving out free Christmas, we've still got uh, a number of copies on your pews there. This book, Rediscovering Jesus by Matthew Kelly. Uh, it's a book I've recommended to people for years. Um, it's an easy, readable book, as a number of you have already told me, having read some of it. And we've got free copies of it because somebody read a copy and was so impressed by this book that he bought free copies for everybody across the diocese. So I can offer that as one particular way to, to do what the title of the book says, Rediscover Jesus. The Jesus you already know, but to rediscover him more. And then secondly, uh, the Alpha course that we have starting here in just a few weeks. Starting here Thursday evenings on the 25th of January. Now what is Alpha? Well on one level Alpha is an, as many of you know, an introduction to Christianity. So it's a good thing you could take one of those invitation cards on your pews and invite a friend or relative or neighbour along. But on another level, um, I think 24 million people now they say have done the Alpha course. And what many already churchgoers have found in this course is that it provides them, even though they're already at church, with an opportunity to deepen their connection with the Lord, to, to meet him yet again at a deeper level. And so if I can recommend this course to you um, as a way to do that. That each evening we'll have a hot supper, it will have a 30-minute film, and then 30 minutes discussion in groups about the film of that evening. So to come back to the Magi, as I said, the Magi, they followed the star, they traveled over a thousand miles seeking the Lord. Let us, in whatever ways in our hearts and our lives, always seek to have that same enthusiasm, that same desire, to come and seek and find the Lord. <clears throat>